Welcome to the Manifesting Clarity Podcast, where we work together to help you receive the answers to your big what's next question. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Roth. I'm excited to share how my journey of building a business as a massage therapist and herbalist has led me to my biggest passion, clarity coaching. My deepest desire is to help you create a life you absolutely love. So with each episode, I'll bring you firsthand stories and proven methods from industry leaders who have faced challenging decisions and stepped into their power to unlock a life of their dreams. It's my intention to bring you inspiration and answers so you can navigate your life's next big step. Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. I am so filled with light and love and my heart is so full as I have always loved having conversations and talking with my best girlfriends, talking with people that I absolutely love. I've spent my morning in coaching calls and connecting with dear, dear loved ones. And I am thrilled to bring you a sister who is like-minded in business, like-minded in life, and is cranking and having so much fun in one of my favorite things, which are hoodies. Like out of all things that you could build a business (laughs) in, all things that you could be making your money with. Um, Shira has developed and created a beautiful brand that is completely authentic and totally aligned. And I want to share this with you. I want to share her with you, her light, what she's up to in the world, her talents and um, the powerhouse that she is as a mom and business owner. So Shira, will you describe a little bit about who you are, what you're up to in the world and how you got to where you are? Well, we'll just go back and forth. Thank you. I am looking forward to this opportunity, really. I appreciate it very much. I started my hoodie company um, about five years ago, 2018. Before that, I had done bridal, um, custom bridal dresses and had a bridal shop for about 20 years and really just felt like my soul was being taken away from me. (laughs) Not necessarily because of the bridal industry, but because I thought that like working harder was smarter and I put a lot of time and effort into it. And at the time, oh my gosh, look, I'm already going to start crying, Jen. <laughs> like at the time, um, my, my daughter had cancer. She had childhood cancer, leukemia. And as a family, we went through some really intense times at, like mentally, physically, and emotionally. And so I just, I, so I put my myself more into work, trying to really recover our family's life um, and lifestyle and being able to um, really just make ends meet. And it it came at a cost of both physically and mentally. And it really took me to a place of um, reflection of where I needed to figure out where my light and really needed to be. Because I spent so much time working on other people's projects and other people's life and trying just to keep a business afloat and a family afloat that I really lost touch with my own grounding and my own vision and who I was as a person. And so when I left the bridal shop, I closed that and came into um, 
came into a boutique setting and I loved, I loved working with people again, but on something that was not as custom and not personal. It was more of just a, you know, like on a sales relationship, providing the opportunity to just make people feel good when it comes to clothing um, and articles. But we found in the industry that there was just a, a really lost art on actual fitting. So you come from a couture world in the bridal industry, and then you go to, you know, fast fashion, which is just like off the rack clothing that you sell. And there's a really disconnect when it comes to like a one-on-one with a customer and how those products make somebody feel. When I left the boutique and I had created these hoodies for basically for our customer, created a different design, a different pattern. So my patterning with my hoodie company is basically a woman's fit hoodie instead of a boxy hoodie. Um, They're designed with like longer bodies and longer sleeves and function so that like when you go from like a day to day feel, you are feeling a little bit more put together, but you still have the comfort of a hoodie. And so I really, when I took my life back from closing the bridal shop, I really wanted to focus on empowering women and how, how you do that is how, like how you show up is how you do that kind of a thing. Um, what you wear is how you feel. And a lot of times I feel like products that are off the rack are, are, they're just designed in clusters. They're designed, they're not designed for a person. They're just designed to be designed. And it's just like boxy shape and um, they're not feminine. You know, and I just, for me, when I closed my bridal shop, I had to really like take back my help in addition to kind of like my life and just really figuring out who I was. And I felt like everything I put on just made me feel worse. They just, they were not either not comfortable or they weren't full of color or they were, you know, boxy and oversized. And that really like talked to my soul, (laughs) shall we say, about like being able to create something that made somebody feel good. Like when you put our hoodies on, you feel good, you feel feminine, you still feel comfortable, you can move and you can work with them. But at the same time, you are, you're showing up different because when you feel good, physically, like whether like inside and on the outside, you just show up differently in life. I love that so, so, so much. It's one thing to create a product out of nothing and see it come to full life and build a brand and build a presence in the world. There's something so sweet and juicy about those that are taking off and doing really, really well. And I feel like that's that what we call in clarity is a seven, four, one. And for those who are like potentially believe in chakras or understand energy in the body, like it's just basically our thoughts aligning with our heart, aligning with our action. And when you have that much passion and that much know-how and wherewithal, right. Of getting to have those relationships with so many women at such a vital point in their life, going from something that is so custom to attempting to do something just off of the shelf and seeing that not work. Right. And then even more dialing it into, so how did you choose? What I love about this is you have given me desire in my mind of like, Oh, seeing Allison J Prince's shirts, seeing other people's brands and taglines and Having that with the tea company has been great with birds and bees teas. And it's not something that I 
put on my body and like I put it in my body and I love it, but there's something so different about the energy of clothing or what we wear and how we put it on our body and the intention behind Allison's clothes, the intention behind your hoodies and sweatshirts and zip ups and all of this is it's magic, right? Like you can feel that energy pulsing through your body. There's a connection to the founder and owner that is so different. And like this, yes, that happens when you put these clothes on. I don't know if anyone else is experiencing (laughs) in La La Land, but I do think that that's like part of a brand, right? Part of women who love handbags and people who love shoes and all the different aspects. And it was the day that I saw your, I don't remember if it was in Allison's group or where it was, but I am obsessed. Like anyone who knows me, I am in a hoodie or a zip up or like some, some form of something comfortable all the time. And a while back, I had a um, a couple episodes ago, a woman named Jean Hendry on who helps with fashion and, and design and style. And I'm like, I just want to be comfortable. She's like, Jennifer, comfortable <laughs> is not a style. I'm like, well, I think it is. <laughs> Especially if you- I'm going to have to take yeah. that. I'm going to have to write that down. I-, I need to remember that one because I'll talk on that because it- it's a frame of mind. You're right. It's not a, it's not a style, but it's a function. And it's a function that, you know, for me as a mom, I need something that can move with me, that can withstand life, right? But at the same time, it's like, you usually find me in the same, like I'm usually in like joggers or in a yoga pants and a t-shirt and a hoodie. But what I was finding is that like, when you show up day after day after day, like this is like, this is kind of like a vision that I, that I've always kind of put on. Like when I had to find who I was really as a person, like the hoodies just became what they were because I was creating a product for a boutique and women that I, I could serve. And this, so they became my opportunity to serve and bring back my technical background and my, my passion for clothing and and for fit. Um, because what we were finding to buy, everything was boxy. And the thing is, is that like, there are times when I want to just, go from, you know, from the office as a working mom, like I've always wanted to be a working mom. I've tried this stay at home for a while thing and it just didn't work for me personally. I found that I wanted something that transitioned me from, you know, the office to the soccer field, well, in our case, it's baseball field to date night, you know, but I wanted to feel good. I didn't want to put on heels. I wanted to wear my tennis shoes or my sketchers, right? Like, or in my jeans, or you just want to like, even if it's just the next level up, I have this vision that, you know, that feeling or that mom, and you probably like, no matter who you are, you know, the feeling where you like wake up every day and you get ready and you throw on the same clothes you wore yesterday, or you wear the same jeans you've been wearing for like four or five days, or, you know, you wear the same hoodie that has stains on it and you just threw it on because it's closest, right? And you're in a hurry or whatever. And so I picture like, and and I really design from my heart because this is me, like this is my life, right? This is who I'm designing for people just like me. And what I'm finding through my community, um, through creating this brand is that there are a lot of people like me. This is like, this is like a story on repeat, just a different location and a different person, right? And so what we're finding is that our hoodies create a different feel. 
Like we are not oversized. We're not boxy. We're feminine. We have a longer body, a longer sleeve. We create between our colorways and between um, our fabric, we create a different experience in the in a hoodie. And so you can throw it on every day. You can throw it on with yoga pants. You can throw it on with joggers. You can throw it on with jeans. And whether you wear the same one or changed it three times in a week, it doesn't matter. You still feel really good and put together because of the way it, the shape is, because of the way it feels. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel overstretched because you've worn it for days and days and days. And it, it just constantly lets you feel put together when you threw it together, which is like kind of one of my, my biggest words, <laughs> motto words. Uh, so fun. Yeah. And I adore all of the people in the world as well, who want to spend hours getting ready and that's their jam. And it's like their most favorite part of life. I have a girlfriend who has an entire closet dedicated to all of her shoes, color coordinated, right? Like loves <laughs> shopping. And I just would rather spend my life doing something else. And I told my husband a handful of years ago and have had this vision for myself of I'd like cowboy boots in every single color so that I can wear yeah. whatever it is <laughs> I have on top and I'm comfortable. And that's like my high heel, right? Um, and the same goes for hoodies. My entire closet is hoodies. So it's so fun to have something that actually is fits in such a beautiful and incredible way too. And I'm a taller person. So having that length in all the areas is the biggest gift <laughs> ever. I can't tell you how many things I've returned right on the regular that are like, yep, this isn't going to work. I absolutely am beyond grateful that you have created this and, and that you're doing that. And so what is what is the biggest excitement right now that you're experiencing? I think the biggest thing, like the biggest excitement, I mean, as far as like on a corporate, on the company level, we're growing and we're getting the opportunity to share this brand with so many more people. But I really feel like more of it is the community. I mean, we don't just create a product, like we create an experience, like we create a community, we have the opportunity to talk and converse with people and I get it all the time, like constantly sending out emails, just giving people the update and people reply back and they give us like the most kind words and blessings and like, we're just so blessed. And I really think it comes down to like, kind of our, again, like our whole vision, like our vision is to really give, I feel like we are hitting these women who, again, are at the same age as me. Like maybe you've had kids for a while and now they're finally starting to like, be independent or leave the nest. And um, you're at this point in life where you're trying to like really figure out who am I again? I've lived this entire life, but who am I? Like, what are my passions now in life? Right? Like, I feel like everything. And I, and again, I say this all the time, my employees going to be like, Oh yes, this is her like motto, but like life is made up of like a whole bunch of little decisions. Right. And so like where you are right now, at 30, things that are important at 30 were not important to you at 20. Things that are important to you at 40 were not important to you at 30. So like, where are you now? Like, where are you looking? Where are you setting? Like, what are your passions? Like, where are you rediscovering who you are, where you want to be and like where life is about to take you kind of a thing. And I feel like we really find kind of this transition stage with our customers because that's us. Like they, they come because they resonate with who we are and 
we have that opportunity to just talk and share and just really just feel like we have, like, we're not just showing up and selling you something. We are standing behind and saying, go girl, like, I'm so excited to hear this. Or like when people just come back and say, you know, thank you for giving me something that makes me feel amazing or just feels different. Like that is why we do this. And that is why, I mean, I think we've been able to grow as much as we have. And so it's it's exciting. So for us, like we really just want to continue to grow that community and feel connected to our customers and not just like, like we say thank you to every package we send out. We like say their name. We write a note on it. We just, we want to make sure they know that we're not just sending a product, but we are sending like positive vibes and the good energy and, you know, what they give to us, we want to send back. Love it. And so where is this community being built or do you have, how how are you pouring into your community? Is it mainly through emails at this moment in time or are you doing that in, a, in multi- multiple ways? Oh yeah, definitely multiple ways. We get a little bit more descriptive in our emails. So we we do provide like for example, we just signed we just signed for a warehouse. We're in like a 700 square foot warehouse now and we're going to move into a 6000 square foot warehouse. And so like we've been able to share that through the community and through email we've been able to go like into in depth with those things. Um, but we, we have an amazing Facebook following, um, like a Facebook community, um, our Instagram and actually our TikTok, I think is, is actually doing like, it's like my favorite place to be right now. Just again, because I feel like so many people say everything is so negative, but I feel like what you put out is what you get back. And we have so much fun there because we we're only putting out positive, like we're not putting out anything anything that we want back. So we're just, we're loving it. We're loving it and being able to, and being able to actually communicate with videos. Like you can reply to people with videos, which is, I think is really fun because I think it gives like another level of personal touch and the ability to just show up in a different way than you can anywhere else. It's amazing. And it shows through so much. (laughs) Your excitement and joy and passion pours through on your TikToks. It's a blast. And I I really love tapping into this. So there's so much out in the world. And I feel like I've done a really intentional and what whatever is happening in my life is great proof of this entire feedback loop that's happening. So When we're on social media, for those of you who maybe aren't fully understanding this, and maybe Sherry, you can guide people on this, like what we like, what we post, what we comment on, what we engage in is what is going to come back to us. And there's, I'm sure, a ton that I don't know. And I am blown away when I hop into someone else's feed for a while, I was working with a team and there's one person on the team who had very, very different views and philosophies than I do. And that is what they were out there just stimulating and whatever. And so I had logged in on my computer one day and it was an entire feed of like, I gasped, like just so different than anything I had seen before. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? This is bizarre. Because in my feeds, yeah. it is nothing like I, it, it is all positive. It is love, appreciation, yeah. amazing videos and reels and shares and TikToks of 
people doing incredible things in the world and really working to lift one another up and support one another. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you bring this in one, you've made a massive impact in my life of how I view and get to see TikTok and that whole entire thing. Cause I just really haven't played over there as much. And I also see this ripple effect on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and, and all the other places too. So can you speak to that as to like what your intention is behind it, how you're building the community there and how people can maybe shift what they're, what they're up to and what their view is of, of social? It is hard. Um, I feel like I try to just kind of stay in my lane <laughs> when it comes to like a lot of what I post is business. And then I did open up like a personal like a personal business page because I am the face of my brand and I want to be able to connect with my customers a little bit differently. And so I do have like my Shara Rolly brand and then I have seven degrees and seven degrees is the hoodie company. And so we talk a lot more business, but at the same time, we like, we jump on there and we're always like, Hey, you know, how, you know, what's your temperature today? And how are you doing? And like, just asking those like thought provoking questions. But then on my share Rolly page, I have the opportunity to be a little bit more open and a little bit more like spread the kindness, spread the love without without having to make it feel like a business. So I really feel like as far as for me, that works because it gives me the opportunity to really just express myself in two different two different ways. So I'm going to tell you a little bit seven degrees. So seven degrees, the name of seven degrees, the reason we named it seven degrees is not because of like actual weather, but because... Um, you know, the concept of six degrees of separation. So in your life, you have the opportunity, six degrees of separation means you're six degrees away from anything and everything that you want to achieve in life, whether it's meeting somebody, whether it's a business connection, whether it's, you know, becoming something. So our concept seven degrees means you're the seventh degree in that six degree separation. So if you have the opportunity to take the time to open yourself up to your community, and we live in a world that's like amazing for a global community, right? You can become best friends and have some connections with somebody that's like halfway across the world that you would never have met physically, right? So social really gives us the opportunity to connect with people. But if you are connecting down the wrong channels, you're going, that's all you're going to see. If you're only like, if somebody posts something negative, and you comment on it, negative things similar to that are going to start showing up on your feed. And so you have to figure out like where you want your, your lane to be. Like, do you want to live on that side of the life, like that side of the lane, then walk that sidewalk. If you want to live, you know, in the green grass and happy, then you walk in the green grass and happy. Like you have to put yourself, like you have to decide what your frame of mind is for, those things to start coming into your life and they don't come immediately. And just like you said, like you, you viewed one thing just to, and sometimes you have to, to connect with somebody and to understand where they're coming from, but then you quickly have to shift gears and give yourself 15 minutes in the positive, right? So that way your, your, your feed starts going, no, we don't want that here. We don't actually want that. That was just a little bit of like, you know, I turned the corner, but I turned back kind of a thing. I think that's the same thing with the people you associate with, the same thing with how you view whether you are an entrepreneur and you're, you know, trying to get a message out or whether you are learning to communicate with other, you know, other parents, other moms, other um, business people, like 
your coworkers, like those are the things that you have to decide and where you channel your energy. And then, and those things start to come back. So you have to, and a lot of times you have to steer it yourself. Like it, it's like your, if your alignment is off on your car, you have to hold the wheel, right? Like you can't just let it go. Otherwise it's going to slowly go off to, off to the side. So it's kind of that same like concept and feeling. So with, with social media, we've had the opportunity to just really, I mean, there's negative, but I would say we have like 1% negative to 99% positive. Like it's, it is a beautiful opportunity and we are embracing every, a bit, every bit of it. (laughs) How do you say that? Oh, that's so great. And that we're deciding what our frame of mind is, is phenomenal. We decide that all day long and we actually have so much more choice than we realize. And when we peel the onion back and start to make more choices, start to really intentionally set our next foot forward, it's remarkable what that boomerang of energy is that comes back to us. And it's a blast to hear you say like, okay, if you go and make a comment somewhere and realize that it might not have been, you know, the most positive in the world, focus for 10 to 15 minutes on going in the opposite direction. It's the exact same thing that's happening in our physical body. So all of like, no wonder they know how we work and how we operate, right? Like they're going for dopamine hits and they're going for addiction factor, sugar, social media, news, like all the things in this world. And when we realize we have a choice in it and how much we interact and then what we want to be interacting with, it's, it's so fun. So I love that idea of, of going and navigating for 15 minutes in a different direction, right? It takes like 125 thousands of a second for our brain to go positive or negative, but it takes 17 seconds, which could feel like 15 minutes sometimes our physiology to really start to go in the, in the other direction. So Again, like those little decisions, the little things that just kind of build on it. Like how, where, where did, when something comes to you, like, what are you going to do with that information, with that energy? Like, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to let it stay and sit? And, you know, just depends on like what it is. I read a book when I was 16, that was called, um, feelings, um, buried alive, never die. And I don't even remember 80% of the book, but I remember that title and that title is so powerful, right? Like just saying just that alone, feelings never die or feelings buried alive, never die. Like that alone is like a life-changing thought process. Like, and then, um, I was listening to, um, I want to say it was Jenna Kucher and I'm sorry if this is wrong. And she was quoting somebody else. So, and she, she said, Dreams die in quickest in 17 inches. And that's from your brain to your heart. So when you are like, when you want something to happen or you want somewhere to go, like between your brain and your heart, that's where things die the fastest. Like, can you believe that? Like that thought process is the same, but it's just those where you channel your energy and where you want to go with it. It can be life-changing and how you show up Again, you know, coming back to how you feel is how you show up. And if you're constantly not feeling good, you need to reevaluate what's happening around you. And I mean, we provide an outer appearance that helps you show up a little bit differently. But when you start feeling that way and you start feeling better about yourself, it changes like it sparks something. And like you're saying, like everything is everything is internal 
and everything is external. Like they are hand in hand with each other. If you're not feeling good on the inside, you can't feel good on the outside. You can mask it, but you have to slowly change something. And sometimes you change what you, how you look. And sometimes you change what you're eating. Like those are things that are like, again, those little decisions that will constantly start to like build upon each other. As long as you're continuing to decide which direction you want to go and you start focusing on that. And that is why like so many people, when they have like a health journey and they come into like, you know, you listen to people and they like, they're like, I lost a hundred pounds. I feel so good. And then all of a sudden everything changes. Like not only do, not only do their personality, like their, but their whole manifestation changes because physical and mental go together. Like they go together and you have to, you can't just work on one. You have to work on both. And sometimes, sometimes it's, we're going to work on one and then we'll work on the other, but they, they are hand in hand with each other. Yeah, you can't, you can't receive the, the one when you begin to work on the uh, on one, the ripple effect of the other is, is it has, it has to happen. It does happen. It's yeah. complete, whatever, right? Physiology. <laughs> Speaking of that in business, running something that is cranking at this moment and so much more aligned with who you are and what you're up to in this world. What, what do you do on days when you hit a road bump or a pothole or, oh my goodness, it does not feel so good. Like the alignment is, is (laughs) off. I'm a very creative space person. If I'm not feeling like, (laughs) if I'm not feeling it, it's not going to happen type of a thing. So a lot of times I remove myself from my environment. That's not sparking my energy. So, um, there are times like I love being in my warehouse. I love my products. I love being here, but the space itself does not let me create. It does not like it's full of stuff and it's not like an energy driven location. And we're hoping to change that with our, but you know, it is serving its purpose and it's fulfilling its need. But when it comes down to like time that I need to create, um, products or I need to create, emails or I need to, I will usually remove myself and put myself anywhere else, but where I'm not feeling it. So a lot of times I travel and I travel solo a lot because I really love a new environment because it just creates, it gives, it makes me think and it allows me the opportunity to really just put myself into a different place, which gives me a different energy of creativity. And another thing that I do in this eternal winter is literally killing me because I cannot handle, I cannot handle being cold. Hence another reason why I make hoodies. I am an outside person. And I know you talk a lot about like the blue skies of Colorado. I am a huge outside sun seeking follower. Like I just, I need to take my shoes off and I need to be on the ground and I need to be grounded. And I, so for my house, I, Every spring, I fill garden garden boxes full of flowers that just get huge in bloom, and I do everything I can. Sometimes I just sit on my trampoline or I lay on my trampoline when the sun is out, and I just soak in as much of that vitamin D <laughs> because I feel truly feel like creating and vitamin D really go. I don't know if that's scientifically, but I believe they go to hand in hand because sometimes you just need to take your shoes off and just feel grounded. And you just need to soak in that, like that quiet space. 
I, like I said, I, I have to go to different places in different locations and my brain, it runs in a thousand different directions, just like I'm trying to explain this, but any opportunity that I have to chase the sun, I will chase it because I feel like it gives me that much more, whether it's sitting in the windowsill, like at the table in the window and just like pulling myself into a quiet space. I, a lot of times will just shut my eyes. Sometimes I put my headphones in with the noise canceling and don't turn anything on. And I just sit there and I just have to clear my head and my space in my head (laughs) to, to start creating. It really is just taking myself to another, another place. Sometimes it's a coffee house. Sometimes it is traveling and sometimes it is just sitting in the sun. I prefer sitting in the sun and traveling. (laughs) I love it. Those are fantastic. I have had in my mind for a really long time. I think I've done it once and I am so grateful for this bringing back to self today as I want to just like go away for weekends or a handful of days and get stuff done. I I've function in such a similar way. It's absolutely very interesting. I'm (laughs) stoked. Maybe we can go on trips and be in two separate places, but the same come come together when you're, when you're ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I do working lunches sometimes with people. And this is kind of that same thing. Like, and I, I agree you need to with that. Um, we'll just sit and we will just work and not even talk to each other. And I'm like, this is what I love. I love this. Like I just feel, and then it's sometimes it's like, what do you think of? And then you just get like a whole different flood of information into your brain when you ask one question and it, it, there's nothing else that's happening except for you. And the other person is just working. So like working lunches and then, um, but I absolutely am with you on that. When you can take yourself and put yourself in another environment. And I will actually advocate to you. I truly, truly, truly feel that to know yourself, you need to learn to travel by yourself. And I would, if somebody like, sometimes people ask me like, what is your best advice? Go to answer always is go on a solo trip by yourself at least once, like at least once go and do what you want, go and eat at the restaurants you want, go dress the way you want. Just don't like, don't invite anyone. Just go on a solo trip by yourself because there is there is power in knowing who you are and what you want and being able to have that, even that confidence there, that sounds very scary to some people, but to be able to achieve that, honestly, it is, it's life-changing. And if you have to start by going to the movies by yourself, start there, but truly like get to know yourself because like you and I are just saying, you picture what you want. And once you can actually make that happen, it's, it's life-changing. Especially for codependent women who are always working to people please and have lost themselves in raising children, in taking care of families, in being single moms, right? Doing everything you know how to keep it together in order to yeah. survive. And it's it's remarkable what five minutes can do, what a half a day can do, what a movie can do, right? A couple hours and, and yeah, to figure out what you want to say yes to and what you, what you don't want to say yes to. So um, on that uh, note with all this big energy and super fun, um, I'm, I'm stoked. <laughs> like people, everyone write in, let us know where you're going on your solo trips. Um, how yes. you like to work and what your creative flow comes from. Um, and then what, what does success mean to you? Feeling fulfilled. It may not be like a dollar value in the big, like a bank account. And it may not be 
all of the, you know, tangible things that you want. But if you can wake up every day and feel fulfilled by whatever you're doing or else the path that you're on, I feel like that is that is going to be like number one. And, and I think that as women, we forget that journey is so important for our souls. So I would honestly say like, it's, it's being fulfilled. Like just what, like, are you being fulfilled in your every day? And if not, what can you do to change it? Like, what can you do to make it that much better? What was one of the first marks of success for you in building your business? Gosh, it feels like so long ago, (laughs) but at the same time, I really feel like when I owned my bridal shop, everything was somebody else's time. My time was somebody else's time. When I started Seven Degrees, I never once took a paycheck. You know, I worked for everyone else. I worked hard. I worked my butt off. I I took myself to, to a level that I never want to go back to. And so I would say, honestly, like some of the biggest, the biggest things is that we've been able to it's been able to give me back my time as an e-commerce store. And truly that's why I do e-commerce is because, because it doesn't require me to be here at all times. I mean, I have amazing employees that fulfill the orders and I can go and create and do what I need to do to make this business. So that's a, that's a huge milestone. But I think one of the first ones is knowing that it's viable without, without taking away my soul, (laughs) without giving away my time and without, without putting myself and my family back into that, into that position. Yeah. And in that, what was your, what's been your intentionality and, or how, how are you making those choices different? Because I think that this is something that's so, at least for me in building birds and BST is I had this ideal of like, okay, run hard, get in big box stores, volume, go numbers. And at the end of the day, I wasn't paying myself. And it was years until I paid myself a paycheck. And I'm like, what? Like one, I know that this is doing good in the world. And two, like, but what what am I doing this for? Like, this is absolutely wild. So I feel like there's a commitment level to us as entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. right? And in, in getting something out in the world, saying yes to something, seeing it come to fruition. And then you wake up one day and you're like, oh gosh, I'm going to get to do this differently. And how do we do that differently? <laughs> so what would be one or two pieces that you began to change either the inner dialogue or actions for not allowing this to, for, for you getting to keep your soul? So first of all, I think it's really important for people to evaluate business is hard. Like business is hard period. Right. And you have to, if, if you do want to go into those levels of scaling, um, you have to have a commitment or a team, like there's no way you can do it by yourself. So understanding for me, looking back at, um, how I ran seven degrees different than I did when I had my bridal shop is I made sure I focused on my family first and I can grow this company as slow as it needed to go. As long as it was profitable, that it was um, moving in the right direction. And another reason why I chose e-commerce is a lot of times people get into business because they want to change something. They want to do something different. But what they're doing is they're taking a hobby and then they are becoming the boss. And so instead of creating a business, they're just creating another job. And so that is one thing that I had to do is I had to create a business. And a business requires a lot of different decisions than a job did. 
So I have to delegate some of this out or it would not have been possible. And so those are little things that I know that I did differently and I made sure I did different is that I couldn't be tied. This business has got to run by itself if I can't show up. If I need a week off, it needs to be able to still run. And so starting that foundation differently from the very beginning made all the difference. Now, it's taking me a long time to get to this like huge milestone. I mean, like I said, we're in a 700 square foot warehouse. We are busting out of the scene, but this is affordable. Like this is where we needed to be in order to like one, take it out of our garage and two, like make it financially feasible, right? So there's little things that you have to like sometimes sacrifice to make it work. But at the same time, you have to look at it as how does a business function? Like how does a business actually run versus is this another job? Like, am I just showing up to work for a job or am I actually creating a business? And businesses run by themselves, not by themselves, but they, you don't have to be present for it to continue to grow. And that, that is what I did different this time. I love it. That's so fun. It's amazing to be in a place on the journey where you're like, I I know that that's what I'm supposed to be doing, but and how do I get there? Right. And then I feel like at this moment in time, I'm constantly like giving myself high fives. Woo-hoo! I don't know how you yeah. figured it out, but the breadcrumbs led us here. And here's a whole nother day yeah. to work on my business instead of in my business. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard. It's a hard balance because there's a lot of times where you sit there and you're like, okay, I've created this business. I want to get to this point by and goals goals are great. Goals are fantastic. They are important. But at the same time, like I looked at that and I was like, I can grow this as slow as I need to, to make sure it's going to be okay. And, and I did, I grew it very slowly. And in fact, I took my first paycheck last year and I rarely take a paycheck because right now I would rather put it in and, but I don't need it. I don't need it to survive. It's not something that my, like it, I mean, if I need to take a paycheck, I have it available to me. But at the same time, like you have to look at it from your point of view, not what everyone else is doing, because, you know, you can look over somebody's fence and see green grass, but you don't know how it got there. It could have been painted green. So you have to remember your journey is totally different than somebody else's and you have to do it. What's going to work for you. And for me, my promise to my family and my promise to myself when I took back my life was that I, this is who I am. I am a designer. I love this. I'm, I'm all in it. But at the same time, I had to look at that and go, okay, I'm okay with it going slow. I don't need to be somebody else's. Like it's not somebody else's story. It's mine. And so my journey is going to be my timeline and not somebody else's. And so you can look at other people and go, that is where I want to be. But if it's not, like if you are not building that like foundation to get to that point, then you, you're being unrealistic. Like you you want to have those goals, but you want to re- have reality checks with yourself and be okay with going at whatever pace you want to have happen with where you want to be with your journey. Which sums up so much of who you are and the choice you've made for the product that you have and how it really truly is authentic to who you are. There's, it's so easy in this world to get sucked into competition and competitiveness and looking right over at other people and what do they have and what don't I have or achievements and hitting goals. 
I am in love with your brand and how quickly in my mind you've grown and what you've created. And that comes from a lot of experience as well, right? And tons of wherewithal and knowing and having a clue of what your values are, putting those first, putting your oxygen mask on. There's so, so, so much to be said for that. And I am also absolutely in love with this whole piece on painted green. Somebody could have painted green grass. And this is so <laughs> stinking true, right? Like we don't know until we really get to know someone. And yeah, I was at my brother's house this past weekend for um, his birthday party and our nieces were observing. We went over to give a hard time to a neighbor's yard that is very fertilized and completely nurtured and nourished. It's so green. And our niece, who's an artist and has a ton of attention to detail, is like, Mr. Dan, why did you spray paint? Did you spray paint your grass green? <laughs> this is like, this is going to go down in history in my mind. I'm so stoked <laughs> for this. Thank you for this gift. Because it is so true. Like, are we nourishing it and nurturing and fertilizing ourselves from the inside to create what it is that we want to create in our life? Or are we painting with something that makes it look good for a moment in time, but is not really truly making the difference, which is a huge difference between putting on a hoodie that is made and generically batched and there's gazillions of them being made, right? They even, they like, they stink. They smell like they, they're chemicals. Like it's all chemical. Like it's just not, not so great to one of your seven degrees hoodies. Who's bringing you, you are that seventh degree, your, your entire mission and purpose and intention behind what you're creating shows through in all that you're doing. So thank you for this time. And thank you for being here. How can people find you? How can people connect with you? Oh, fantastic. Thank you. So um, as far as the brand goes on all of our social channels, um, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, it's at shop seven degrees. And that's the number seven. And then um, my personal page is on Facebook officially. Shara is the personal page for connecting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We will have all of that in the show notes for everybody to be able to find and connect. Um, go over and get yourself a hoodie, nurture the heck out of yourself and send us photos so we can celebrate you and fill Shira's heart with joy. And uh, Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you, Shira, for your time. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Manifesting Clarity. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others to find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.